This is so wizarding. This is Aubrey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 490 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts. That's right, guys. It's the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Ray. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. And the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield, is away on assignment this week. So joining us once again, one of our best friends from the world of podcasting, that's right, guys. From Cold 45, colon, the movie podcast, it's Random Randy Savage. Hello, everyone. It's me. I'm here to save the day and do all the cool things. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I got you for 56 minutes. <laughs> oh, it's playtime. <laughs> it's playtime. Well, welcome to the show, Randy. Thank you for jumping in and saving us once again. And uh, you, the listener, are listening to So Is Her Podcast, where three friends review movies, TV, and sometimes more. Podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, our review of Rebel Moon, hyphen, part one, colon, A Child of Fire. <laughs> but before we get into all of that, how's everyone doing? Uh, random Randy Savage, how was your Christmas? It was sad. Oh, Jesus, why? <laughs> uh, I don't. I didn't have my son with me. And I was just kind of at work thinking about what everyone else is doing. And like, you can literally feel the coldness of being alone at Christmas as it creeps up on the back of your neck. And as I watched Doctor Who and I looked at Alex Kingston's eyes as she tears up, I was like, yeah, I'm never going to find love like that. That'll wait (laughs) for a thousand years for me. So, yeah, but that was fine. Jesus. All right. This is almost as bad as when we made uh, John Amenta go see Silent Night, Mark. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, Mark, how was your Christmas? <laughs> uh, Jesus, I'm afraid to follow that. Uh, it, it, well, was, uh, it was lonely. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was very lonely. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> uh, no, my Christmas was cool. You know, uh, did the whole exchange of the gifts, had a delicious meal, uh, got some cool things, uh, gave out some cool things. Uh, had a little drinky drink, uh, watched some movies or attempted to watch some movies, fell asleep. <laughs> a couple what did of times. you attempt to watch? Uh, well, you know, as shocking as, as this might be to some people, um, and Aubrey's not here to, to really appreciate this. Uh, my girlfriend had not seen Lord of the Rings at all. <laughs> she, you know, lived her life. <laughs> she actually had a life during the time where we were all big nerds, uh, mm-hmm. going to like, you know, freaking midnight showings or whatnot. Um, so yeah, she just, she actually, I take that back. She had seen it, but she hadn't seen it like all the way through and she definitely hadn't seen the extended version. So I, we, so for, you know, the whole year, I'm like, all right, we get to the end of the year. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go through the Lord of the Rings at Christmas time. Cause that's, that's the way, that's the way dad did it. That's the way America did it. And, uh, that's the way we're going to do it too. So yeah, we attempted to watch uh, fellowship of the ring and, 
you know, got a decent chunk way through it. And I just kind of zonked out <laughs> because, I, like I said, I had been drinking before. But uh, yeah, we're on that Lord of the Rings journey. No Hobbit, just Lord of the Rings. That's it. The Hobbit. Hopefully, hopefully no Rings of Power either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I can't promise anything, but uh, definitely no Rings of Power for me. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Lord of the Rings trilogy, and that's it. All right. No boar rings of power. <laughs> that whole that whole thing is just too much. It's too much. Yeah. It's a two pack of ass. It is. <laughs> what about you, Joy? How was your Christmas? Oh my God. Um, so I worked Christmas Eve, uh, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. I came home, I took a shower, and then we went over to my in-laws, where we had our traditional Christmas dinner of Chinese food. Oh, and goodness. you know, I exchanged gifts and hung out and that was great. It was nice to spend time with my family and my in-laws and my brother-in-law and his family. And then um, the next day I had to work at one and my daughter worked till 10 in the morning. So she came home at like 1030. Uh, my wife cooked us all a big breakfast and we opened gifts. And then I went off to work and I worked one to 10, oh. which was awful, but it was double time. So it was like, really hard to turn down. <laughs> sure, of course. I know. And my kids are older, so you know, there there's no need to like participate in like the magic of, you know, we gotta put out cookies and milk and ha ha ha. So it's not that big a deal. Um, you know, we got those few hours in between to spend time together. So we, we had a good time. I got a ton of movies for Christmas from my family, so I was really happy with that. Cause uh physical media forever. Um <laughs> And I got my first uh, 4K Blu-ray, which was uh, Tom Cruise is Edge of Tomorrow, a a.k.a. Oh. Live, Die, Repeat. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, Tommy Wiseau is The Room. <laughs> oh, no, I have that on Blu-ray. Though. <laughs> I thought you were going to get a Mission Impossible. Hell no. I legitimately do not like I do not like Tom Cruise, but I love Edge of Tomorrow. It's such a great movie. It's so good that it overcomes having Tom Cruise in it. That was good. And they got John Wick 4, uh, Evil Dead Rise, uh, Across the Spider-Verse, and I got Edge of Tomorrow, and I got the first part of Robotech on Blu-ray, so the Maycross uh, saga. Nice. It's a good haul. I was pretty happy with it. And my, Jen was happy with her gifts. I had to run around on Saturday morning, so the day before Christmas Eve, and get a couple more things. And it was, it was wild out there, man. It was wild. <laughs> It was not fun. I, I had I was trying to find Iron Maiden makes their own beer, and I usually buy it for Jen every year. But then they have different flavors based on their songs. Like Fear of the Dark is like a dark ale, I guess. You know, um, I don't drink, so it's hard for me to find stuff. But I went to the store I usually get it at, and they didn't have anything. So I'm like, fuck. And that was near a bunch of shopping centers in West Springfield, which Mark will know what I'm talking about, and local listeners will know what I'm talking about, but no one else will. Uh, which it's just a long strip of road called Riverdale road. And there's like five or six stores and shopping centers all down this road. And the movie theaters that I have sworn off going to are on this road. And when it gets busy there, like this time of year, it's just insanity. Like you can't even move. It's like a parking lot. The road is a parking lot. So I'm like, fuck, they didn't have it. So I looked on the trooper website and there's a store in Westfield, 35 minutes away. It said had it. So I, got there and I, it took forever to get there because I had to drive all this traffic and I got there today. They didn't have it either. So oh. <laughs> damn it. So I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not leaving this store without Jen's alcohol part of her gift. So I just walked around and like picked out things I thought she would like. 
don't know anything about alcohol, so I tried my best. But she seemed she seemed happy with them, so so that was the most important thing. So yeah, and my my kids bought my wife. My wife reads books like crazy, so we go to the movies all the time. My wife reads books all the time. She read fifty books this year. Wow, Damn. that's impressive. Yeah, and my kids bought her. They teamed up and bought her a <laughs> trashy romance novel. <laughs> Yes, called Cowboy Firefighter Heat. What? <laughs> I, was, I was dying. So she she said she will read it and let us know, but it's not the type of thing she usually reads. But I was we were dying. The whole family is just rolling. grab onto your thick hose, there, son. That's right. Cowboy firefighters in heat. Spray that hot mist. <laughs> they're not just firefighters, and they're not they're just not cowboys. Just they're cowboys. They're cowboy firefighters. <laughs> We Let me were, take off we, my jacket and expose my chest. That's right. We were, uh, they're like, where's the fire? It's in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so that was funny. And then I went to work and I worked all day and it was annoying because I thought, I was telling you earlier, Randy, off camera or mm-hmm. off mic, you know, I figured, oh, wow, we're open on Christmas Day. It's, it must be really important for us to be open, like, definitely. And now, now it's just the same dirt balls that come in six. The other six days out of the week had to come in on Christmas. So, smelly guy, screaming skull, Merce man, and the mercenaries, Kino catastrophe, numbers numb skull. All all the regulars were in. <laughs> Can't wait for the Kenner toys to come out. That's right, like the little action figures. Like I, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, this is why we're open today. I'm not complaining. So making double time, but at the same time, it's like. We couldn't just close one day. We could be open 364 days a year. Like, wh- wh- why are we open right now? But it was busy, so you know, we're going to be open forever. If, if it wasn't busy, we'd probably close, but it was busy. Right. So you know how it is. At least I got double time. Then I came home, and then I have today off. So I slept until like noon. I didn't even put on my fucking alarm or anything. So it's been a good day. It's been a great day. Watched, uh, watched a movie, and now I'm here to talk to you guys about it. But enough about us. Let's talk a little bit more about us, Marcellus Reagans. Please tell the listeners where they can find more. So is your podcast. All right, everybody, you can head on over to soizerpodcast.com and there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. You will also find comic book, TV, and movie reviews, along with some creator interviews conducted by the one and only adam wallyhawk and you can check out adam's original comic book social studies over at socialstudiescomic.com you're also going to find some links to our podcast merchandise t-shirts hoodies stickers magnets coffee mugs a whole array of items that you can purchase and represent so wizard podcast our social media links are there too so reach out to us on facebook instagram tiktok and let us know what you think of the show. Find So Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as a dollar a month, you can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. A special shout out goes to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. And I'm talking about Fans on Patrol, Pop Prism Power Podcast, Cult 45, The Movie Podcast, Superhero Speak, and The Gorilla Brain Podcast. That's it for me. 
back to you, Joey. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while, okay? All right, and we are back. Okay, guys, it's time for our review of a new movie on Netflix from Zack Snyder. It is Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. And this is the first part of two movies that will form a big sci-fi epic that I guess, if I correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but this was originally his pitch for a Star Wars movie that they rejected and he turned into his own movie? That's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, he's supposedly he's changed a lot from that original pitch but the kind of the core of it is the, the same okay and it's in t- it's gonna be in two parts this is a two hour and 15 minute movie and before we get started randy mm-hmm. are you a fan of Zack snyder uh, no 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 i'm not I, I, are you like are you are you like a hater or you just don't care i i do my best to avoid him and his ilk just because, like, they, they seem to be very, like, I avoid them the same way I avoid very enthusiastic people with clipboards or with, like, pamphlets <laughs> or, like, uh, have you seen this thing that we would have done? Yeah, I'm going to go over here now because you're way too up here for me. I, I just, I no, no, I'm, I'm good. Just I'm good because you're you're too much because like everyone every time like somebody like oh this this is nowhere near as good as the last Zack Snyder comic book thing and I'm just like I don't think you've watched those movies recently because they're they're not great and like when you go back and watch them again they're not any better zombie movies are fun he does really good zombie movies but like no okay all right Mark Ellis Reagans uh yeah I would classify myself as a Zack Snyder fan, even though I can admit that some of his movies are not great, uh, but he's definitely talented and he, I think he has more good qualities than negative qualities. Uh, his fan base, that's a whole nother subject, but him as a filmmaker, uh, yeah, I've definitely enjoyed watching his movies on a big screen. All right. Well, I would say I would consider myself a fan, but I don't like his superhero movies. No. <laughs> and I never saw the movie about owls, whatever that was. The Guardians? Yeah. No, I didn't see that one. Guardians of Gahul. No, I didn't see never, that one. Never saw that one, but uh, obviously 300s in my top 10 movies of all time. That was Dawn of the Dead remake was fantastic. I really liked Watchmen. Sucker Punch has some good, good stuff in it. It's not mm-hmm. a great movie, but it's got some good stuff in it. Um, and I felt the same way about Army of the Dead. There was uh, some good parts of it, but not a great whole. But I, I, I agree with Mark. He, I think he has talent, and I, I've liked a bunch of his movies. So, you know, for me, I'm, I consider myself a fan. Not to the point where his name above the log line is an automatic watch. No. And that's not anything specific to him. Like, that's a pretty specific, like, type of director. You know what I mean? Like, if if somebody's like, oh, there's a new Quentin Tarantino movie. Say no more. I don't even care what it's about. I'm going to see it. Yeah, Zack Snyder, I, I need to at least see what the content is first <laughs> before I run out and ro- watch it. But you're telling me this guy has made 300, Dawn of the Dead, great visual director is making basically his own version of Star Wars. 
I'm there, dude. So <laughs> no, I, I was already not like I really wasn't going to watch this movie at all. I was just, like, <laughs> just to be honest with you, because like Zack Snyder made the Star Wars, and I'm like, you're that's like telling me that like Gordon Ramsay is going to build a car. He's good oh, at boy. some things, not all the things. Oh boy. Well. <laughs> Secret behind the scenes. Uh, today, as we record this, <laughs> Aubrey <laughs> appeared in the secret So Wizard chat where myself and Marcellus and Aubrey, you know, make our plans to take over the world. And it was like, oh, yeah, I, uh, I haven't watched the movie yet. <laughs> it's like three hours before we're going to record. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well. I'm pretty sure you're not going to like it, so we'll we'll give you a pass. <laughs> we'll find we'll find a, a fill-in to help us out this week. And, and here is Randy stepping in once again to save our butts. So, and I'm going to give it a fair shake. That's all I can do. It's like, all right, I'll watch the movie, and if I like something, I'll say I like it. If I don't like it, I'll say I don't like it. But if I am in the middle, I'll be like, I don't know how I feel about this fucking thing. <laughs> That's all we ask. That's all we ask yeah. is your honesty. So. As always, we're going to start non-spoiler. You're going to get our impressions of what we thought about the movie. So at least mm-hmm. you'll know what we think. And if you haven't seen it yet, that's your chance to bounce as Markellis will drop the drop, delineating spoilers. We'll go a little more in-depth into the film. So to get us started, Markellis Reagans, what did you think? Non-spoiler of Rebel Moon, part one, <laughs> A Child of Fire. All right. Well, you know, this movie got some hype. You know, Markellis' Jack- take, part one, non-spoiler. <laughs> Zack Snyder definitely has built himself a nice little fan base over the years. And, uh, you know, he struck a deal with Netflix and Army of the Dead was, you know, it, it was pretty good to him. You know, so, yeah, I I was excited to see what he would do with a Star Wars type of franchise. Um, and as I mentioned before, making a Star Wars is difficult no matter who you are. It's It's damn near impossible. It's only been done well twice in the history of cinema, uh, maybe three times. I would argue four. I would argue four, five. No, let's go five. We'll go five. (laughs) I'm going to say four. At least seven times. That's that's iffy. iffy. Barely four. So yes, you better not be counting. You better not be counting episode nine in that number. I I am not even counting episode nine. That's my own. What about a bug's life? (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm I'm counting a bug's life. All right, we'll get it. We'll put a Bugs Life uh, as a little asterisk to the side there. Fine, Maybe all right. Networks as a Star Wars movie, yes. Uh, so yeah, I was excited to see what Zack Snyder could do with a Star Wars type of thing, and I, I can say that it, this is definitely a Zack Snyder film. Uh, it does lean a little bit more towards Sucker Punch than it does towards Watchmen, uh, but it wasn't horrible. Like I enjoyed it for the most part. I liked what he's setting up. Uh, this is a, a very difficult movie to judge because we know there's a part two coming and we know there's a Zack Snyder's director cut coming. So mm-hmm. it's really tough to kind of judge this. But as it as what it is on Netflix, as it is right now, it's pretty good. All right. Pretty good. Put that on the front of the DVD box. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty that's good. That's dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> Random Randy Savage. So, um, as you watch this for the like the first five minutes and then into the first action scene, I'm not going to go into details, but like you definitely can tell this is a PG 13 movie that has an R rating content somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, all right, I get it, but it's fine. Um, 
There's another. There's another quote for the box. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it. It's fine. Dot dot dot. I didn't hate it. I've watched really shitty movies before. This is not one of them. This is not the shittiest movie I've seen in the past year. Eh, but it definitely like. Yeah, there are like at least ten movies I'd watch before this one again. It's just in that middle area of just blah. And you're right. Doing a Star Wars because I thought about it. I was like. Yeah, how many fucking movies have done this same, you know, band of rebels type fucking movie <laughs> in a lot. And then none of all of them are good. Right. So, yeah, this one's not bad. And I really want to, I, I kind of do want to see what happens in the end. Cause like now I'm just like, well, now I need to know if they live or not. Cause knowing Zach, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was really like, oh. If you have to sit in a certain spot for eight hours and wait on someone else to do something, you could do worse. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you could do worse. Dot dot dot. Random Randy Savage, comma Colt forty five. <laughs> oh God! So this movie is Star Wars, Warhammer forty k, mm-hmm. uh, Dune. Mm-hmm. And sucker punch thrown in a blender. <laughs> That's what this movie is. That is one hundred percent what this movie is. Oh, throw in a little battle beyond the stars. And uh, oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. And uh, you know, it, it, that's what this movie is. It, it's a it's a mix of tropes from a million other movies you've seen already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I I have to say, at the end of the day, I kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, like I did. It. I kind of like this movie. I can't uh, go full bore and say I'm, I, I'm almost in the same boat as Randy. You know, like I, I'm not going to sit here and say this is the top 10 movie of the year. This is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Blah, 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 blah. But uh, did I like it? Yeah, I liked it. Did I have fun with certain parts of it? Yeah, of course I did. Uh, does it have issues? Of course it does. But, you know, it was on Netflix. So the, the, the barrier of entry is very low. And as we've established before, guys, uh, I don't have Netflix currently. So it was on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Then it was on my laptop because I was uncomfortable holding my phone for two hours and 15 minutes. So I am the guy I was watching rebel moon on a screen this size. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it for what it was. You know, I, I, I had a good time with it. I'm not, again, I'm not sitting here telling you this is a five out of five movie, but. I had I had a decent time watching it. So it sounds like we're kind of in the same place, kind of falling in the middle a little bit. But the only way to get a little bit more out of this discussion is to go into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, get the hell out of here. The rest of you stick around and we're going to drop the drop and spoil Rebel Moon. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right, Mark Ellis Reagans. Let's talk about things you liked about this movie. All right, so if it's a Zack Snyder movie, you know the visuals are going to be amazing. Uh, the dude knows how to paint a pretty picture on the screen. So first off, the visuals in this movie are just amazing. I thought they were just gorgeous to look at. I thought the special effects were really cool. Uh, the the robot character, Jimmy, I thought looked really, really cool. You know, you this day of technology, you know, it's all like motion capture and all of this stuff. But I think they did a really good job of making that robot feel like it was in that space. Um, so I thought that was actually really cool. Ed screen 
as the villain. Awesome. I love him. I love him in, in almost every movie that I've seen him in. So none. <laughs> what about Francis? Francis. Exactly. That's what I was just about to say. You might remember him as Ajax in Deadpool. He's awesome in that movie. No, I just looked. Francis. He was also, he was also in uh, Alita Battle Angel. So. Oh, that's oh right. yeah, that's right. That's yeah. See, this dude, excellent bad guy. I love that yeah. guy. So yeah, yeah fucks. He, he was actually really, really good. I, I liked him in this movie. I thought he was really good. Uh, shout out to Cyborg. Ray Fisher was in it. I, I had no idea that was him. Uh, he looked totally different with the, the the facial hair and the long hair. I'm like, and I saw like um like a a picture of a cast interview afterwards, and Ray Fisher was there. I'm like, who the fuck was he in this movie? Uh, so I didn't realize that he was, was him. he was uh, Bishop from the X Men. <laughs> yeah, <He> was exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I thought he was actually pretty cool. Charlie Hunnam, Hunnam, who you know is usually a pretty badass actor. Uh, I thought it, it was nice to see him. He's the only actor I think that actually like kind of knew what movie he was in or he was the only actor that they gave him a little bit more to do in a part or whether he did it on his own or whether they gave it to him he was like a a, a real highlight of the movie the fight scene between uh the samurai and a giant spider lady i thought was actually really cool uh i, I was um you know at that point i'm like this this does kind of feel like Star Wars, but this feels like the kind of kick-ass version of Star Wars that we haven't gotten. So mm-hmm. I actually really did like that scene. Uh, and last, you know, it's always good to have Jaiman Hansu show up in a movie uh, <laughs> just as a gruff guy ready to kick some ass. This dude does not age, and he is awesome. Every time he's in the movie, every time he makes an appearance in a movie, it's like, okay, we, we're in good hands. At least he's going to be good. So uh, I love seeing him pop up. Uh, halfway through the movie. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Random Randy Savage. How about some things you liked about the movie? Well, I was going to go over this list of things that I had, but Mark already went over it pretty much all of it. So, <laughs> but yes, I will agree. Zack Schneider knows how to do at least two things. Shoot beautiful cinematography and then work out. So yeah, he <laughs> definitely does that. Definitely does how to shoot cool action sequences. I did notice that there's a lot of planet hopping in this movie. And mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. We're not doing desert planet, city planet, you know, water planet. And then that's it. We're done. We're done with planets for the day. There was like, we had glowing space rock planet. And then we had desert planet and like grassy knoll planet. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> yes. The bad guy Francis is the shining star of this movie for me. I really like him. I want him to get like a cool upgrade thing and be a little bit more like I love his giant dick cane or whatever that is. <laughs> I liked um I like their outfits, the bad guys, because it was so on the nose. They're like, just yeah. in case you weren't sure these were the bad guys. <laughs> just in case you weren't sure we were dealing with Nazis. Right. Nazis. They look like extras that just walked off the set or starship troopers like that. <laughs> it looked like they looked like they were just got done shooting Valkyrie. And I was right. like, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> bad guys. Um, there, the whole time I'm making notes, I'm just like, and here's our Han Solo. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, oh, that makes sense. And I was like, I bet we're going to go pick up a Chewie and like, oh, there's our Chewie, the one who talks to the animals. And I, I like that. I was like, okay, so. I could follow this train down the line so my brain doesn't have to work too hard about like what we're going to pick up next on our band of rebels and miscreants. And I was like, and, you know, I'm okay with most of this. And 
yeah, I mean, I I hate that we're doing cliffhangers now in the day and age, but I'm okay with it because they don't do that in TV anymore. TV is where the movies have gone to, and now it's like, what's going to happen next time? Come back in a year, we'll show you in a big screen. I was like, oh, okay. They've been doing that forever. Remember the end of Back to the Future? Come on. Yeah, but at least they filmed it, and then it showed you like a little preview at the end of it, and I was like, oh, Cowboys! There was also uh, Breaking Part 1 had an after credit scene. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I hate to say it, but we ha- I haven't seen that, and now I know it's going to end up on a Patreon episode. Oh, so. what? Breaking 1 or 2, or you haven't seen either? Either. Are you wow. kidding me right now? No. I have been saving my Patreon for this very moment. <laughs> this is my pick. You know Mark's throwing right. his token down right now. Right. right now. I want... I, I want the freaking duology. I want you to guys. I'm going to figure out a way for you guys to do both of them, but definitely part one. Well, All right. maybe you could make them do the whole mm, apostrophe quadrilogy and throw in <laughs> rapping and thrashing. That, de- that depends on how much money. <laughs> I don't even know where those movies are streaming. I, I have breaking one and two on Blu-ray, but that got discontinued and like the price is like over a hundred dollars for it now. <laughs> so. No, we'll find it. Yeah, the internet will provide exactly. Anyway, what did I think about this movie? What did you guys? What did you (laughs) think? I like about this movie. Okay, Um, right off the bat, I'm just going to get this out of the way up front. Um, I love Sophia Butella. I knew that was coming (laughs) so much. That was so easy. I think she's an all timer for me. She is extremely attractive lady. I it's hard to even concentrate on the movie. I got to be honest with you. I, I just find her bewitching <laughs> but uh movie wise uh you guys are both right uh, Zack snyder knows how to make something look pretty and he knows how to shoot kick-ass action scenes so no matter what else happens in this movie you know you're getting it looking good and with some badass action scenes and i thought we got exactly that uh when she saved that girl in the barn i thought that was amazing i loved the uh end action scene on the trade planet yeah, I liked when she was fighting um, Francis on the floating platform. <laughs> Francis, <laughs> he's not good with the high with the high ground. No, um, I just thought anytime there was action, then they fought in the bar. You know, I just thought all the action was really well shot. Obviously, it looked great. It was kick ass. I, I was a, a big fan of that. Um, and uh, um, <laughs> the effects. Know, the effects, yeah. you know, it looked, it looked good. Honestly, it did look good. I don't think there was very much wonky special effects at all. Um, maybe once or twice there were some flying ships that looked a little off, but otherwise everything looked really good. I don't know if they shot in on physical sets or if they shot in the volume type thing, but everything looked really good uh, effects wise. And, and I agree with Mark. I liked the cast a lot too. I know people like to shit on um, Charlie Hoonam. I get because he's been in some bad movies since Sons of Anarchy, but I thought he was good in this. I didn't have a problem with that. Um, same thing, Demon Hansu, great. I, I, I like Ray Fisher. I know why does he get so much shit? I know he like talks shit about Warner Brothers, but like he should be in other stuff, right? Like, yeah, he should good do actor. Other things. He was he was legitimately good in the Justice League movie, and uh, he was good in this, uh, even though he looks like Bishop from X Men, but he was badass in this. The act- actress that played his sister. Cleopatra Coleman. I have no idea. Who is that? I have no idea. No, she idea. was in Cobweb and Step Up the Revolution. 
<laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, I just want to send a shout out to her because she was hot. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was that was about it. That was what I liked about it. You know, it looks great. Cool action scenes. I appreciated the uh, bubbling beneath the surface lore of everything. Mm-hmm. It, it just felt like it was designed to be expanded universe. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I need to be going to the store to buy Rebel Moon novels for the re- next five years, something <laughs> like that. You know. Yeah, it, it it really felt like a mush up of Star Wars and 40k Warhammer and Dune and, <laughs> and Sucker Punch all thrown in a blender. Uh, the Dune vibe I got was because it starts. It reminded me of the David Lynch Dune. Have, you've seen it, Mark. Oh, Have you yeah. Seen it? I yeah, have you, you seen it? How at the beginning it starts and there's this long description of like what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> diatribe of fucking like, and this happened with this planet and this planet of this planet and this and the general loves this thing. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and then um, then like the the head disappears and then she comes back. It keeps telling her <laughs> stuff. Like, yep. Um, it, it wasn't as bad as that, but it 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 had that vibe to it where like there's almost well, kinda, too much too much lore. That it needed to either be dumbed down or thrown out. Like, like imagine it did if, have like a break in there where it's like, okay, and now Anthony Hopkins tells you some more lore as a robot crying right. near a river. <laughs> right. Um, it felt it, it was like if the opening crawl of the Star Wars was like 45 minutes long. <laughs> like, all right, I get it. Get to the fireworks factory. But um, yeah, I did I did appreciate there was some deep lore behind it. Uh, we'll talk about how that's implemented in a few minutes. But <laughs> um, what about things that you didn't like, Mark Ellis Riggins? You know, as much as I said I liked a lot of the special effects, I think some of the effects on the spaceship looked a little weird. I couldn't quite pinpoint what was wrong with it. But some of those those long tracking spaceship shots looked like they weren't fully baked. Like they needed a little bit more time. Yeah. In a no, you're, you're 100% right. Yeah. It was the only effects that looked wonky was a couple times on the spaceships flying mm-hmm. around. It, I thought it was funny that the, the the spaceship comes through a portal in space and looks like a vagina. Yes. <laughs> I like, right? That's a little bit too on a nose, Zach. I don't know, dude. No. The life giver <laughs> goes through. Um, but, you know, it introduced this merry band of rebels and you don't get, at least I didn't get enough of each of their characters. They seemed very paper thin. You know, here's the badass general. Um, and that's it. You, They tell you about him being a badass general, but he never really gets to do anything. Uh, the guy that's like the farmer that got the, the head father of the tribe killed, like that whiny kind of dude. You know, he kind of has a little bit of a hero moment, but there's nothing about him that makes me want to root for him and... Uh, Sophia Batella to like get together you know what I mean like they're setting him up as the the love interest but there's nothing like really heroic about him he seems kind of I don't know kind of I don't know kind of soft to be like an action hero uh, and maybe that's the thing maybe they're saving that for part two but there's nothing in his character that actually there's nothing in any of their characters that makes me want to connect to them Sophia Batella's character her her backstory is interesting her being a little girl and being you know, taken in by the the dude, just like uh, Thanos, uh, you know, and she's raised to be a killer. You know, like that, that's cool. But again, there's there's nothing about her like leaving the Empire that's like really, com- or at least they didn't put it in the movie that's really compelling to me. I thought all of the character stuff was just so surface level. Charlie Hunnan is the only one that added like a little bit of levity to it, and I like that. So, oh yeah, we're in spoilers. So yeah, so when he winds up getting 
being a turncoat. I'm like, oh, I was really hoping for him to like be part of the team and kind of, you know, be like that cool, you know, for lack of a better phrase, Han Solo character to offer a little bit of uh, outside perspective. Well, I was hoping he was going to triple cross when he gives him the bolt gun and he Mm -hmm. kept being like, no, go, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. And I'm like thinking, oh, well, maybe he rigged it to let her out or something. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's a triple cross. Yep. No, yeah. he's just an asshole. I was no. telling him to kill, hurry up and kill her. No, he's like Bienzo del Toro in like, uh, Rise of Skywalker. It's like, I think you're a little too famous to be in this movie. And like, that's he's Benicio yeah. del Toro in Last Jedi. Yeah. is just distracting in a waste of like 20 minutes of screen time. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, okay. that's what I felt. I was like, ah. At least we didn't get Sophia Butella flying throughout her space in this. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Mary Not yet. A hey, part two is still coming, dude. Part That's two great. is coming. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, wait, I, is I, she going to end up on a farm at the end? And some old lady is going to be like, what is your name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia. Sophia Snyder. <laughs> Sophia Snyder. <laughs> and then someone plays Hallelujah behind her. And then slow Jesus. motion as she walks away in slow, slow motion, motion as she walks dro- <laughs> dropping grade in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Go ahead. Yeah, that, that's you know that that's my main big takeaway from this movie is the fact that I didn't really get attached to the characters. I was hoping that because they they it feels like they spent a lot of time introducing them and setting them up, like the the big dude who has his shirt off for the whole movie for some reason. Uh, the scene of him like flying a. Uh, uh griffin through the air like that's cool you know you don't see that in star wars and you know that seemed like a, a really cool thing that they're going to that there's good there's going to be a little bit more to it and there isn't he, once he does that he's just there he's just he's just there with his shirt off that's it uh so i really wanted a little bit more character from all of them and you know the interesting characters charlie hunnan ray fisher they introduce them and then they kill him right off so well, that guy was just there so we could steal a little bit from Avatar Part 1. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so by the time we get to the end of the movie, like I don't feel like I really know any of these characters at all. You know, I feel like if once you get them all together, you have to give them a good chase scene or put them all in danger so that you can see how they work together as a unit. So you can kind of root for them. And instead, they just kind of they got them together. They kind of separated. Uh, Sophia Botella fights the bad guy. And then they walk back to the farm to do Magnificent Seven and teach the farmers how to fight the the incoming uh, bad guys. Like, there's nothing about the characters that are is like really grabbing to me. So, I'm hoping there's a little bit more in part two. All right, mm-hmm. random Randy Savage, what did you not like about this movie? Okay, so the the things Zack Snyder does well are is a short list, but the things he doesn't do well is still a short list. But it's mostly just writing lore and like writing stories. I don't think he does stories. I don't think he knows how like people interact with each other or like I kind of and I also feel like he doesn't know how people with power interact with those who don't have power or like who should have power. Like I think he understands villainy and and like non villainy, I guess was the was the opposite of that. But it just it I don't understand where he's going with this, but I got, but it's like a mishmash of all these other things that I've seen before. And I get it. I get what you're trying to do, but it's like, I also don't get it because with this mishmash, the Charlie Hunnam thing was the only thing I didn't see coming. And I kind of did see it coming up a bit where it's like, Oh no, I got to go take a stop off this thing real fast. And I was like, why, 
Why are we, we're on our way to the fireworks factory. Why are we detouring at the last minute? Oh, this is a trap. Okay. So that's what this is. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, makes more sense now. Like, oh, it's a trap. That's why we're here. This don't make no other sense to be here than to just set you guys up. And like, I knew that you were famous. Like when he started listing off their resumes and I was like, that's cool. I mean, yeah, I got you cool swordster nemesis character that makes sense for you but the rest of you guys you guys could have been you steal cars you you hack buildings and the, your exact story could have not changed at all and you still could have had those skills and like the nothing about this makes it makes me think that you are important for this mission rather mm-hmm. than like oh yeah we need a guy who can control animals right why <laughs> why why do we need a guy who controls animals oh he's a brilliant strategist i have not seen this man give an order <laughs> at all to anyone he literally just fires a gun well she's the most badass rebel who was taught by the emperor palpatine or wherever and i'm like oh so does it give her super speed is that what we're doing all the slow-mo around her for and i'm just like because like that's all i see is like she has super speed because like she's the only one who gets the slow-mo treatment it's like, oh, so you move faster than everyone else in the universe. No, it just that's looks the, cool. Yeah. But but like that's the other thing, is like it looks cool, but when you do the slow-mo, you should make me believe, or at least let me like this is something that's so fast that no one else can see it, that no one else can copy this. Maybe we need and to see like, her yeah. being trained by the guy from the movie Versus who killed. That's why I wrote down, scene. I was like, Zack Schneider presents Mary Sue the movie. And I was like, <laughs> So the guy kills all, all every time he kills zombies and versus he's like swirling his trench coat around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she could have been trained by him. This is how you kill yeah. people and look cool. So you do, do like you take your little Ahsoka cape and you flap it around and you make sure you kill everyone with your your golden gun that just was never fired and thrown off a building in the last movie. <laughs> but I just like there was a lot of things that were set up that lead nowhere, and I know that like oh. Cause like they're talking, even the robot was like, there once was a magical princess that had the power to give life. And I was like, so is she the magical princess? And I was like, nah, they wouldn't do that. That's too easy. And it's like, oh, and then they show the magical princess. And I was like, oh, so you're the one who killed her. Okay. That's the reason why you, you went into exiles because you were a real bad guy. And I was like, or did you, cause you didn't kill anyone else. Like, did you not do that or did you just leave the door open and then have her entire family killed? I wanted to see that. I wanted to kind of see like what caused her to desert. Did she like, Oh my God, you guys are real monsters. Like, yeah, we killed this little girl who can give life to the universe so we could control it. It's like, Oh, okay. Now I don't want to be a part of your team anymore. Like that makes more sense. Yeah. Do that. But like, all will be revealed in April. When the, when uh, I don't want to watch. I don't want to wait a whole like couple months to see Captain Fascism take on like you know the Sheba, the slow mo queen. It just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just this movie. The other thing about Star Wars is like there are signature weapons that the hero has, right? Like with Excalibur or with a Batarang or with like the Flash and his super speed. And I was like, kind of wanted her to have a the signature weapon, like. With this golden gun, you can never miss. That'd have been cool. And then we see her like shoot everything and never miss. And I was like, yeah. Or like a lightsaber if we're gonna do the thing. Or I don't know. He has a big wonky stick. Give her like a 
I don't know, a hula hoop or something. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Because there was a lot of like sexual tension in the first part of this movie where it's like, oh, everyone in this community has to fuck someone if they want to be part of the community. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Why is that a thing in your community? Yeah, Modoc. Modoc was just like, yeah. <laughs> you guys better start boning if we're going to have like, uh, yeah, crops we, this year. We have to have a good harvest, so everyone needs to bone. <laughs> Maybe they'd have a better population in their village if they got that out there. Like, hey, if you move here, <laughs> this is what we do all winter while we wait for the crops to grow. Just bang hey, it. let's go. <laughs> let's go to Podunk Dirt Planet and just fuck ourselves silly. All right. But, well, uh, <laughs> as for me, uh, I got to say, this movie was long. And it's it's a Netflix thing. It's this Netflix thing again where they will give people money to make a movie. And then they just like hand them the money and step away. <laughs> There's no reason that this needed to be two hours and 15 minutes. There's a fucking badass like 90, 100 minute movie in here. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. If somebody could have tightened this up because um, it, it feels like I didn't get enough time with the characters, but the movie was over two hours long. <laughs> I March fell asleep during right. that bird <laughs> montage thing. <laughs> like for a second, like I literally passed out. I'm like, what? What the fuck? Is he still flying with the bird? And I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, it had a it had a, a, a video game feeling to it. It was like, go pick up this character. Okay, they have a little tiny, mm-hmm. tiny side story. Okay, that's it. Then they don't really do anything for the rest of the time while you're picking up the other characters. Right. Like it, it did not matter what order they picked these people up in at all. Like. Once, you know, they go to her planet and Nemesis kills the spider monster, which was cool. And I liked the uh, idea that it wasn't anything. She's like, oh, this this isn't something to be celebrated. You know, I liked that. I liked the aspect of that. But at the same time, then she just goes in the background and that's it. She is a woman wearing a weird hat in the background. Uh, Mark's 100% right. Let's go pick up this amazing general. (laughs) He's, He's the most badass general on the planet and he doesn't do anything. He doesn't make any plans. He just shoots a gun at some point that's it yeah the the final action scene like as much as i liked the action scenes the final action scene when um they escape the machines that are gonna take them away because uh they got double crossed but it's just all of them shooting rifles at the other guys like nobody did anything special at least we got to see nemesis use like her swords and stuff when she was fighting the spider Mm-hmm. but like what was the point of the other guy like the guy that that rode the bird like what does he do that we need we needed to have that guy like what, why, he controls, what, the, he controls the wind no what, what was the point why why do we need that guy so badly you know like <laughs> there's no other guy that could stand behind a box and shoot a rifle like um so yeah i don't think the characters are fleshed out enough for me to care and that's weird to say in a movie that's over two hours long that we didn't get enough time <laughs> but here yeah. we are and I think that it it's really weirdly paced. It's just weirdly paced. Like it starts and then it, it felt like it took forever to get to something happening action wise for an action movie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there was an action scene until she rescued that girl from the soldiers in the barn. Yep. Right. And that was almost that, half an hour in. But that's classic Star Wars for me. It's like that isn't though because Darth Vader it, shows up on the uh, in A New Hope, the fucking crawl goes up, and right away mm-hmm. the uh, Star Destroyer is shooting on the uh, blockade runner. Darth Vader comes on board. There's some action, and then then you get a little bit of time. But at least it started get, right then you off. Get Thirty minutes worth of time. 
but it starts off with something to hook you in. It doesn't immediately imagine if Star Wars immediately starts with Luke talking at the breakfast table. Like, you're like, okay, you know, and and I think back to being, you know, I was like four years old when I saw Star Wars and I was hooked. But, you know, if I had watched Rebel Moon, would I have been hooked? No, I probably would have been bored out of my mind. (laughs) I don't know. I just it's a weirdly paced movie, but it it definitely, definitely has some issues. (laughs) It's just a Netflix thing. Like they hand these guys money. And, it, you know, even going back to something like The Five Bloods, which was a fantastic movie, but th- they gave Spike Lee a bunch of movie money, said, make this movie. And he did. And no one edited it or gave him notes. They just said, OK, great. It's done. Like, same thing here. Could somebody have, like, helped Zach? Um, <laughs> somebody that wasn't a yes man could have helped him to, like, tighten this up and, and expand well, a little bit here and there. This this is the this is the stripped down version of this. Like Zack Snyder, no, it's a longer movie. version of. It. He's like, I want to do an R-rated Star Wars, and they're like, How about you do an R-rated Star Wars, but first you give us a PG-13 Star Wars because that's what we need. So this version that we just watched is someone trimming all of the Zack Snyder extra stuff off of it. So <laughs> in in theory, we're gonna get four different <laughs> movies so there's another 14 hour cut of this movie with like singing valkyr like nordic bitches in every <laughs> cut and <laughs> that whole village scene gets extended for two hours uh, exactly they're, they're gonna come out when the uh the ship comes to land they're just gonna stand all of the farmer girls are gonna stand outside and just start singing toward the ship Oh, the giant singing and sniffing sweaters. I was like, can I be the person that smells Sophia Boutella's sweater? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, Mark, you know, actually, what happened was they were like, he was like, I'm gonna, I want to make a R rated Star Wars, and Netflix was like, well, what about two of them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just feels, it just feels like it needed another run through on the script or the editing or something. Mm -hmm. Like, there, there is a tighter movie in here. So there's great ideas. There's great visuals. There's cool ideas for characters. There's great fight scenes. It just doesn't feel like it all comes together nope. <laughs> at the end into a movie where I was just like, yes, that ruled. Like, no, I, I I'm, I'm excited about aspects of it. I'm excited about members of the cast. I'm excited about visuals. I saw, I'm not excited about the rebel moon universe or moving forward into part two or buying comics and toys and DVDs and, books about this universe i just wish it had been better (laughs) that's how i feel about it (laughs) but the only way to finish this up is to rate it from zero to five with five being the best and zero being the worst random randy savage first question is are you going to watch part two second question is was your score for part one on that scale of zero to five if i'm if there is a day where i have to sit for a certain spot for eight hours and part two is available I probably will watch part two just because just so I can stay awake. I'm going to go ahead and give us like a, like a two. Let's go ahead and give it a two. Like it is not the worst thing in the world. And then like, but I'm really trying, I'm struggling right now to find something that's like, that's like, Oh, you could totally, this is better than like that. What was that fucking operation fortune that I saw this year? Oh, Jesus. That, that was the worst movie I've seen this year. And I'm like, and I really love Audrey Plaza. And then she could not make that movie any better for me. That's rough. <laughs> wow. And like this movie is, 
I would still rather watch Rebel Moon than that movie again. So yeah, there it is. There, that's yeah, two. <laughs> All right, Marcellus Reagans, will you watch part two? You don't have a choice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what is your score for part one? Yes, I uh, I will watch part two. I am committed to this entire Zack Snyder universe, whatever he's doing with this Rebel Moon stuff. Uh, movie wise, I'm not going to buy any comic books or anything. Uh, so yeah, so we got we got this one part one. We're going to get the R-rated version of this one. So I'll be watching that. Uh, We will get part two, and we will get the R-rated version of part two. So I will be watching the next three Rebel Moon movies. You know, we already, we talked on the show constantly about Batman v Superman. But I will say the director's cut was better than the original one. Despite the fact that it's way longer. Story-wise, the stuff that was missing in that one, better in this one. We talk shit about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Turns out it was super long, but it was better. So, yes, given the chance, he's proven that he can make a better version of a crappy movie, even though he makes it 10 times longer. So I will be watching next ones. Regarding this one, I don't think my score is going to change at all. Straight down the middle, two and a half. I want to give it a little bit more, and if it had a little bit more, it would score higher. But as it stands, two and a half right down the middle. All right. Well, I will definitely be there for part two because it's already on the schedule, Mark. So damn it. (laughs) Me and Randy were talking about this off mic. I have the show 100% planned through April and then ghosted out through the rest of the year. And uh, Rebel Moon 2 right there in in April. So So, uh, Randy, you have to find something to do for eight hours in April so you can watch part two and come back with us. But I don't think it's a two and a half out of five. I just don't. I think when I think two and a half out of five, I think of something like Uncharted where I would rather watch Uncharted than this, by the way. Oh, you know, to me, those two and a half out of five movies like Uncharted are movies that will be on this TV at the gym for the rest of my life. Yeah. I'll be on the treadmill and look up and get, you know, 35 minutes of Uncharted (laughs) at random places in the movies. Uh, Different movies like that. There's a couple others. I, I, I've I've called a Planet Fitness TV movies, and I, I can't remember what they were, but that's like the best example. Just the most generic shit um, that you don't even remember uh, after you've walked out to the car after going to the movies. Um, I think Rebel Moon's better than that. I think the visuals and the action uh, definitely elevate it above that a little bit. Uh, and like I said at the beginning, it's not a good movie, but it's not a bad movie, and it's not a boring generic movie. So I'm going to go with a three out of five. I'm going three out of five. I feel like this actually maybe retroactively can be made better by a sequel. So because we only got half the story. So maybe all of this setup is going to pay off in part two. And then you'll watch it as a five hour full movie. And you'll be like, wow, that was amazing. I'm glad I suffered through the first part. So. <laughs> we'll see. I seriously doubt that's going to happen. Right. We'll I also see. doubt it. But, you know. <laughs> all right. Well, that is what we think. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media and let us know what you think. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get some recommendations for listeners out there. Randy, any recommendations Mm -hmm. for our listeners? And also tell them where they can find Colt 45. So um, I'm going to go ahead and recommend you guys watch Godzilla. I know you guys already did that last week, but or a couple of weeks ago, maybe. But I'm, I'm really into it and I need to finish it. But uh, for Colt 45, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt 45 Podcast. Subscribe to our Twitch, TikTok, and YouTube for that video content. We're on all the major podcasting apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Pods, Podly fans. But 
Podbean is where they love us. And if you want more of us and more in your ear pussies, come to patreon.com slash cult 45 podcast and get an extra episode for a dollar featuring new releases or take over the show with your selection. Like breaking two, I'm sure is coming real soon. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. We greatly appreciate you guys over there at Colt 45. You'll be back soon. You'll be back oh, soon yeah. because uh, you and Beat 'em Down will be back for our 500th episode, but we're not going to reveal what we're going to be watching <sighs> no. on it yet. You already know. We're not going to reveal it to the listeners, but if you've been paying attention to what we do in round numbered episodes when friends come on you might be able to figure it out so i'd rather watch rebel moon again though (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm sad that they don't make um porn parodies like they used to guys because we could be watching rebel poon pretty soon (gasps) that would be awesome yeah uh uh, colon a butthole of fire or something like that (laughs) part one (laughs) mark ellis reagan's uh so yeah this week uh actually might have been last week they dropped the new season of what if the animated show on uh, disney plus marvel's what if and they're dropping a new episode every day for i believe eight days eight or nine days uh so yeah get caught up on marvel's what if i mean the mcu is what the mcu is right now so you know maybe you'll find some enjoyment in an animated version of these characters or a spinoff of these characters uh but yeah i like season one uh, I was iffy about season if I was going to come back for season two, but what I'm seeing so far looks pretty cool. So uh, yeah, check out Marvel's What If on Disney Plus. Awesome! I will recommend that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page. Links to all our YouTube and Patreon content, as well as now featuring movie reviews from Stu from SWO Productions, all on SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Adam just dropped some more video reviews. I believe the newest one he is reviewing the outlaw. Fuck, what's the guy's name? Uh, Lance Bass. Does that sound right? The Black Cowboy TV show. What is that, Mark? <laughs> I was say Lance Bass is the fucking gay dude from NSYNC. Yeah, it's the guy from NSYNC. What is the guy? Bass Reeves? Bass what is Reeves. Reeves. All right, thank you. Bass. I think there's Bass in there. There's um, a Bass in there somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Bass Masters. Um, so he just dropped his review of that, which should be interesting to see what he thought. And of course, our Patreon at patreon.com backslash so was a podcast where you can monetarily support the show, get extra exclusive content. It is the only place to hear us discussing the latest in news and trailers every month. I was going to recommend uh, What If, but Mark stole it, so... Uh, in your face. But uh, I will second that recommendation. I've only watched the first two episodes, but they're only half an hour each uh, so far. Both very interesting. I actually liked the Nebula one quite a bit. And mm-hmm. they all seem to be a spin on uh, on some different stuff. So I, I would definitely check it out. And uh, the animation looks great. So, yeah, What If Season 2 is dropping one episode a day for the next, like, nine days. So you have plenty to watch. Check it out. And then uh, maybe go to the movies and check out Aquaman, colon, uh, what the fuck is the subtitle? Is? Lost Lost Kingdoms of... Lost Kingdoms of Poop. Atlantis. That's right. I don't know. <laughs> Just watch the second Aquaman movie because that, my friends, <laughs> is what we will be reviewing next week on the podcast as the road to episode 500 continues. But that's going to do it for episode 490. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-hosts, 
Random, Randy Savage from the Colt 45, the movie podcast. Later, guys. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagan. Everybody have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. See you guys next week for Aquaman 2. Good journey.